This is Earspoon, your home for the shit you're thinking anyway. Welcome to the Earspoon, it's Fish. I'm Steve West. Black lives matter. Yes, they do. They do. They matter too. They also matter. In addition to other lives, they matter. They all lives matter. <laughs> all right. And in, but, but right now. <laughs> but right now, black lives matter. And 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 they do. And mm. I, for one, applaud the high school right here in our great state mm-hmm. of Vermont that 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 fl- flew the flag that yeah, said they, Black Lives Matter. They Montpelier. Will be, as at Montpelier High School, as of February 1st, uh, will for the month of February, Black History Month, be flying yeah. the flag that says Black Lives Matter. I'm not that clear on whether it is the official, if there is an official Black Lives Matter uh, flag, but it is hoisted. And here's how it went down. You know what? While you do that, I'm going to find out. I'm going to go through NFL merchandising and find out if there is actually an official Black Lives Matter. Well, because you know, I mean, with with all that that kneeling and everything, that they must have capitalized on it by now. So go ahead. I'm going to look it up. Well, the setup goes that um, a a group of students at the school appropriately went through proper channels and petitioned their school board to... Fly the Black Lives Matter flag along the side uh, to the side of the U.S. flag and the and Vermont state flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, went through all the proper channels and had it approved by the school board. Well, as you can well imagine, here in Vermont and seemingly across the country, since it's gone viral, uh, yeah, okay, I'll go out and say ignorant people have lost their minds. Yeah. So, and I'll and I'll define that ignorant thing in a second. But the notion is that these people, these young people, advocated for a particular thing just for the month of of. Uh, of February mm-hmm. to say we too feel like we want to make this political statement, uh, and it's codified basically by by their school. So, so invariably, and this is the case, and I, I know I shouldn't do this, but it's <laughs> I can't help it sometimes. But the response in Facebook threads for Vermont Digger, for you know VPR, Vermont Vermont Public Radio, etc., uh, Burlington Papers, and so forth, is sort of jaw droppingly shocking that people are willing to say. The wrongest, most demonstrably untrue things about what Black Lives Matter is, and invariably, you know, comes the "Oh, Lives Matter" all caps thing. It's like, look, people, can we just? <laughs> Which invariably leads me <laughs> to my all caps thing. Right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want again. I try to be gentle, and I try to be kind, and I try to be factual. Therein so, lies the difference I know. between Fish <laughs> and Steve. Well, West. you got the Sicilian blood, and yeah. I, you know, mine's from you know the Malfi Coast. So, uh, more about the food. Yeah. So, uh, point being that people will, you know, they make these statements, and we, you know, these many years later into all, the Black Lives Matter thing, which let's be clear, began from a hashtag. Yeah. If looking back on it, they had said Black Lives Matter two t o o. We might not have this conversation, but I think the conversation is valuable. Or as as it actually is, it's Black Lives Matter, hashtag Black Lives Matter, T-W-O, the only two of them matter. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. You'll pick your two. And pick your two. But that people are saying, if they assert their wish to not be shot by police, they're yeah. taking rights from me somehow. Yeah. It's the dumbest now, way it, of it, thinking. It, it, honest to God is... Um, you know, it, you can you can liken it to the whole kneeling in the NFL thing, yeah. uh, taking a knee, Colin Kaepernick, all of that. 
um, and you can twist it into whatever you want to. Mm. It's disrespectful to the flag. Nah, you know, no, snooze. Really. Wake me up when you're done talking. Yeah, we can Please. talk about that flag another you know, time. Yeah, we can definitely talk about how how that 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 flag is is dripping with it with its own sense of irony and mm-hmm. and uh, and skeletons in its closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and it's it's not to now. I want to I want to back all this up by saying I really I I am a patriotic being. Mm. I I do believe that my country is is a country worth dying for under the right set of circumstances mm. those circumstances mean we've been invaded mm-hmm. we're not inviting ourselves into somebody else's oil war mm-hmm. or anything like that but it's self defense yeah if it's a self defense thing and you are coming over to take my oil mm-hmm. that i have been Refining in my backyard, <laughs> then, <laughs> then <laughs> is that what that thing is? My back? name, he's he's Fish Montoya. <laughs> Kill my father. Prepare to die. Black gold, Texas tea. <laughs> Black gold matters. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, I, under those circumstances, I will defend my country, my soil, to the death if I have to. I hope mm. not to. I, I kind of like the, I kind of like being this peaceable being yep. that walks around doing more good than harm, not hurting yeah. anybody. That's my my thing. But it always gets spun into this thing that it was never meant to be. Right. The Black Lives Matter movement basically is saying, "God damn it, we are no different than you are. We matter," and you being. Non anybody that they, like, anybody you know. that that a a person would be talking to that yeah. is a person of of African American descent. And what I often come back to in these little debatelets I have with people, we'll call it debatelets. And and um, we, I should I'm sorry yeah. I didn't mean to. Uh, Quite uh, right. the, the, we'll get back to the debatelets thing yeah. in a, in, a, in a minute. But I mean, and this is weird. It's a weird conversation, and people could take umbrage with the fact that two white guys are having it. Yeah. That said, go well and. and yeah, we can fold that into this yeah. discussion for sure. But I keep coming back to asking people when they throw out things like, oh, the Black Lives Matter, they're cop killers. Actually, that's 100% not true, and here's how I, I know that. Know, I don't know. Well, where did that I even know. come well, from? Well, there was a guy who shot a bunch of police in uh, in Dallas, and somehow they made a connection. So, therefore, the entirety of Black Lives Matter, which is uh, not even a formalized organization. It's more a movement than anything. Yeah, that's all therefore, it is. The, or, the the chant for the for the deaths of police that that did and didn't happen in various ways. I mean, it's one hundred percent refuted. But there's these, you know, they they have uh, what's the word I want? I mean, you won't say talking points, but these these sort of points where they come back to you to say, see, therefore, Black Lives Matter is a bad thing. And when you refute that, and then you, and then I often pin it back and say, like, so what reason would you have for not wanting somebody? I mean, stripping aside all this other stuff, what reason would you have? What would be going on for you that your first instinct is to say we can't have this when we're quite demonstrably seeing like you know the, and the numbers right. show we're seeing a, a horrifying truth for for not for people of color in this country particularly young black unarmed young black men how can you not notice this going on and wouldn't you get behind any attempt to make things better for those people the only conversation i've had the only person i've uh, heard saying something substantive back who actually in this thread i think vermont digger it was said I have a problem with any advocacy flags flying over a public building. 
And I can hear that argument. I could probably counter it in, in a variety of ways. Sure. But I can hear that's a rational position to take rather than, you're cop killers. You might as well put up the KKK flag. Why can't I fly my Confederate flag? All, you know, all these, these non-things, these are not anything to do with the realities of what's happening here. And then here's young people in a high school gathering up, petitioning, coming together, presenting their case in a really rational way to, to authorities who can make that decision mm -hmm. and then them mulling it over and making a decision. Why would you not get behind young people being involved in, in their future and in their world? Whether you agree with the politics or not. Right, exactly. They right. are a, a young body of human beings that are engaged in something. How about when, that? when we spend our times basically saying, that their faces are illuminated by the screens in which they are looking into, they are actually looking up from the screens and going, that's not right. Let right. me try and fix that. I Here's a here's an example that, that I, I had to deploy once when we were, it was it had to do more with, with the kneeling mm -hmm. um, thing and talking about that. And the Black Lives Matter movement came up. Um, and they were basically saying, but all lives matter. Well, of course all lives matter. Don't be so stupid that yeah. you need to say that out loud. Yeah. And then they they retorted back to me, then why do they have to be so stupid that they have to say that out loud? Ooh. And I said, okay, all right, all right mm -hmm. that that's fair, but well, it, yeah. it's, it. I mean, you know, it, it, it was like, it stammered me. I'm like, okay, so I have to really think carefully about how I want to answer this. And I said, let me ask you a question. This person had lost their father to cancer. Mm. All right. Um, again, for those of you that don't know me, cancer is one of one of the things that I fight and raise money and do things for mm. and 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 try to stay on top of. So, so I said, all right, so I remember when when your father passed from cancer, and I remember you went around raising money for cancer. Okay? Mm. All diseases matter. All diseases matter, <laughs> right, exactly. All terminal illnesses matter, Yeah. right? Um, now, maybe half the people that you talk to have experienced cancer mm. firsthand. And of all those people, maybe half of those people gave you money. Maybe the other half of the people that gave you money weren't uh, affected firsthand right. by, by cancer or losing somebody from cancer or having some devastating thing like this touch their lives. Mm. What using that as an example, that is as kind of the way to measure the atmosphere, to take the temperature. That's the lens we're looking through. Mm -hmm. It was important for you to raise money because you had lost your father to cancer. And you felt that, that pain. And you felt that pain. So you went out and you raised money for cancer. Good for you. Mm -hmm. I applaud you. Mm -hmm. But that really, within that moment, only affected you. Mm -hmm. So Take that and move that into the Black Lives Matter conversation where you're a white person. You can never understand what it's like to be a black person mm -hmm. in this country. I can imagine it. Mm -hmm. I, can, I can see the atrocities. I can sympathize with it. I can stand locked arm with them. Mm -hmm. I can help fight against it. But I'm never really going to know deep down in, in my heart of heart what that feels like. No. I've lost my mother to cancer, so I know what this guy felt like. Right. So he looked at me because I never really thought of it that that way. Well done, friend. And I said, okay. And and he said, but it, you know, it it creates a lot of tension. Yeah. And I said, so does cancer. Yeah. You know, so I said, just don't 
judge it just based on what the talking points are. Drill down into it. Be a little bit more of a, of a critical thinker than just basically saying, you know, I don't agree with Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. Well, he didn't take a knee because he's trying to disrespect his country. No. He, he took a knee because he has this national platform, this massive microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he's controlling the narrative and he's controlling the optics to basically say black lives matter. Stop it. Here it is. What has happened since it's gotten spun into something it was never intended to be. Mm-hmm. All right. Now you've got. Um, Just like the Black Lives Matter thing. Right. So, I mean, it's plain and simple. Mm. All it is is a group of people that are effective, affected negatively. Mm-hmm. And, and they are saying, I just want to say before the next thing you say, you say it. Here's why you shouldn't say it. Yeah. Because, God damn it, we have feelings, too. God damn it, words matter. Yeah. God damn it, we matter. Yeah. And, that's, I mean, this is, again, I keep coming back to, what would be the motivation for somebody, what would be the internal impetus to say, I have to stop this from happening? I have. You look at the Black Lives Matter website, or you learn anything about it, and you see quite clearly the intent uh, and the, the stated chosen operating system is for the betterment of everyone. Include you know everyone across the board, but most especially the black lives affected by police violence and by the other thing, other ways it's difficult and added difficulty being a black American. So what would motivate somebody to say we can't have that? And so you're descri- describing this from a metaphoric angle, from a parallel angle about cancer, yeah. Or you know, you know, or if your house is on fire, like right now we're concerned about people whose houses are on fire. Yeah, you can't say well you you know only. Anyway, I don't want to stretch the metaphor too far. Point well, being, you know, but the thing is, when I stretched it to there, I basically said, because that that wholeheartedly meant something to you. Right. That impacted you directly. Can you get that? That's <laughs> you know. So that's where I believe things like the Black Lives Matter movement came from, because it affected somebody so deeply that they needed to say, "Listen." You need to listen. Right. Right. And that's the point. Here we are, a couple of white guys in Vermont talking right. about this. And that's some, some, you know, the the pushback has been like, oh, you're only 5% non-white up there. What, who do you think you, blah, blah, blah. You know, again, on the one hand, there's certainly something to be said for Vermont being a, a, homog- a homogenous experience in many sure. ways. Yeah. But the numbers are growing in this state and and, and many of us are are becoming accomplices in order to, I don't want to say allies, but accomplices in trying to help in whatever way that we can. Yeah. But the pushback constantly is like, yeah, what do you know? You know, the notion being that it's time for the white majority to stop telling black Americans and people of color how to protest, how to advocate, how to behave, when to stand, when to kneel. This is old stuff and we're done with it. The whole notion is that, you know, on a Sunday, somebody's watching a football game. You know, Copernic isn't even playing right now because that was his his uh, reward for for being so outspoken is to be banned from the league, basically. But people with a big bowl of of, of cheese doodles on their belly, you know, watching a football game, telling other people to stand up, particularly black people, dance. You know, like that is not the way yeah. this world is to work. Yep. No, I, and and I get why some people got offended with by it, and it's because somebody basically said sat in a spin room and said, they're right. disrespecting this country by kneeling. Right. What about the veterans? Like, oh, you know, can and we then, please? And then, and then you've got, uh, you know, you've got 
uh, basically molester in chief. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you fire those son of a bitches. You, yeah. gotta, uh, you know, right. I would like to see, you know, so you've got the, you know, they got the leader of the clan right. uh, out there and he is, uh, he, he's spewing this nonsense. Yeah. So that's going to feed into that 30% base that he holds. Right. That it will never, that, that just won't ever seem to go away. Right. And, and then, you know, you get to control that narrative. And you got to ask while. yourself if you're, if you're a conservative and the things that you believe that you're for or against align exactly with the likes of David Duke and the Ku Klux Klan, you got to uh, kind of wonder about that wow. parallel there. You know, like, hey, it seems like we all agree on these topics. Hey, wait, what? What's with the hoods? Like, yeah, think about that. Maybe there's a blind spot and the, your your white privilege is, is in some ways blocking your vantage point to see it's time to shut up. Right. Stop white-splaining to, to people of color about how to operate in the world and get behind that. This is about equity and fairness and justice in the world. If you can't get behind that or you see it as a threat to your white privilege or your white advantage, then please It exists. And that's all that the the Black Lives Matter movement means is to basically say this exists. Right. There are people who have to live live under this invisible gun pointed at them all the time. Yeah. A friend um, of mine, an old classmate um, from my high school days, who we got into a private uh, instant messaging chat on 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 social media, Mm -hmm. and she was at at a certain point in time dating a black man, Mm -hmm. and the basic injust that she met when they were leaving a pizza place from a couple of New York City's finest. Mm. You know, it's just like the perfect storm of yeah. of WTF. Yeah. Holy you know, what you know, what are you hanging around with that black boy for? What do you do? I mean, I mean the language got like uh, really caustic yeah. uh and 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 harsh and they they're just expected to put their nose down and walk away, which is what they were forced to do. Yep. How do you rebound from that for an evening? Maybe maybe question. by the next day you're still thinking about it a little bit, and then maybe by noon it's gone, but that's wrong too. Well, not to crank it up higher, but I just saw an article about a guy who uh, <clears throat> who's uh, dating a, a black man, dating a white woman, who was met with a baseball bat by the woman's brother and is in a coma as a result of him having black skin and dating this white woman. So the impact is uh, very real, uh, and racism and the violence, the implied violence and oppression of racism is rearing its ugly, ugly head. And what you'll hear from uh, conservatives is like, well, there wasn't any real racial problems until Obama came along. Like, <laughs> why do you suppose that might be? <laughs> I would blame Carter. There it is. <laughs> but, right. you know, it all stems back to Peanut Farms and Billy Beer. I miss that beverage. I have to say, though, I mean, as a, as a child of, what am I, born 62, the the pre Reagan years, you know, yeah. to to Jimmy Carter's credit, you know, he was a little kind of a sober thinker in many ways, and and empowerment for our our, our black neighbors was on the front burner in many ways. God knows, you know, going back a ways, a lot more had changed, should have changed, and should have changed faster. But he was pushing for all kinds of equal opportunity and yeah. making that policy. And then Reagan came in and closed that door pretty quick. Although I will say, when you see clips and snippets of any of the 80s Republican presidents, they're f- virtual hippies compared to... <laughs> they sound like freaking Democrats. I know. It's like, let's be fair to immigrants. Let's make sure that, you know, everyone has equal opportunity. And now it's like, well, not well, so the, much. The, this faction has gotten in and in, infected the Republican Party. It's just pure so hatred. It's not, it's not... 
it's no longer recognizable as a, as a legitimate political party. At least yeah. not to me. I have to say this, and you know, to bring it back to the flag, and, and I'm, I try to stay open to all points of view, and I try to understand that if, if I'm to the far left in the political spectrum, acknowledged, and I understand where I'm operating from, and I've, you know, I have respect for people on the right who have a rational position to talk about from where they are, but I'm sorry, but if you can get behind the Mitch McConnells and the Paul Ryans and the Donald Trumps of the world and say I'm a loud and proud Republican, I, I really kind of have to wonder about your ability to think clearly. That, you know, that's yeah. it. You you just got the last word, I think. No, I, I hate to be that way because I no, want to be able no, to be conciliatory. But like, I'm sorry, but if you can still this year later still get behind this cabal, I mean, look at these people. They're they're faking documents. They're like and like. So we have a four. I'm, I'm getting off topic, but if you you know even bring it back to this topic, the Black Lives Matter. If you can still, despite the facts that are available to you, still push this this narrative that it's a terrorist organization it's not that it's a cop killers they're not you're like all if you're still pushing that stuff i doubt your ability to think clearly based on information provided you know you get you get so jaded and and you look at these things and like this memo thing and and i always go back to when i'm talking about this administration like Kids writing book reports on books they didn't read. Mm. <laughs> That's what it feels like. And I've, and I've been that kid. Yeah. So I know firsthand. You yeah. know, when I... <laughs> this is the reason I leave this story off my resume. <laughs> the assigned reading was a Steinbeck book mm. of Mice and Men. Mm-hmm. You heard of it? Great book. Tell me about the rabbits, George. One of my favorites. All right. You yeah. know what else is... Tell me about the rabbits, George. A freaking Bugs Bunny cartoon. I was going to say. <laughs> so he saw the, that's like the Based cliff notes. <laughs> on a Bugs Bunny cartoon, I oh. wrote my book report. Oh, boy. Based on that cartoon, not knowing anything about it. Mm-hmm. I have a sister that's developmentally delayed. Mm-hmm. My English teacher pulled me aside and he said, listen, I know you have a sister. Back then we could call them mentally retarded without mm-hmm. being stoned. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to give you a second chance to read this book. I think that you are going to find a connection between your personal situation and, and the character in this book. Good teacher moment. Right? Wow. Brilliant. Yeah. And as I was reading the book, yeah. halfway through the book, I can remember going, oh, my God. Yeah. I get it. Mm. Empathy. I get it. Mm. So I read the book, and it quickly became one of my favorite books yeah. of all time. All right? Mm-hmm. But if, if not for just this teacher understanding and, and pulling me aside and actually reading the book and understanding the content and connecting it to myself, I was able to produce a book report that produced an A. Very well done. Okay. But and nobody, changed you forever because you're talking about it now. Yeah. I mean, there, there are moments in my life that I can tell these stories where yeah. there are things I can draw back to that made me a better person. Yeah. But right now we have an administration. We have people on the planet that are basing their logic on freaking cartoons. Yeah, I get that. And to, to just kind of go off of what you just said, too, thematically, we're also living at a time where empathy and compassion 
are considered weaknesses yeah. by a large portion of our population. I know. I think of, I saw this movie, it wasn't mu not much of a movie, I think it's a Disney movie called Powder. Do you know this? About this bald kid with psychic powers, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. And there's a scene in it in which a hunter takes great glee in, in shooting and killing uh, a deer, or nearly yep. killing a deer. And the this character, again, it's kind of cartoonish, but he takes the hunter's hand and places it on the dying deer, and he has some sort of epiphany moment of, oh my God, what grand horror and is forever presumably changed by that. The ability to grok or get or put yourself in the position of others, again, this is the conversation about Black Lives Matter and flags, et cetera. Can you get, like you said earlier, can you get what it's like to be somebody who's suffered with cancer or a family has suffered with right. cancer? Can you get what it's like to be looking over your shoulder anytime you see a police car and you're driving because you're a black person? Can you get what it's like to not be who you are, white privileged person? Can you possibly get close to that feeling because you'll never 100% understand it? And so this lack of empathy, empathy and this wish to not empathize and to see feelings and compassion and concern as forms of weakness right. is a grave danger to the country. Now you can still disagree with it mm -hmm. if you feel that is your right. Yep. I, I will I will disagree with that right at the on that particular juncture. But to your point, you need to stop and understand that all of this stuff impacts everybody. Everybody. And you need to kind of snap out of it. Well, that'd be my hope, but you know, I don't know that that's even available to certain, you know, segments of our population. I'm not really persuaded that people are learning or that we're really putting a lot of effort into what is it to be compassionate? What is it to be, you know, even not compassionate, just civil, just to get along with people. And again, I think, you know, we could save this and mark this down as a good discussion to have is, is social media good? You know, is it a good overall good thing? Because the, the insularity and the, the distance and the anonymity and the di literal distance between people allows you to say things you would never, ever say to someone. Out loud. Out loud yep. and in person. Yep. I always think of it as like, you know, Facebook discussions or what have you as a party. You would never go up and scream in all caps at somebody you know, or call them terrible names at that party. You'd right. be hurled out, you know? Yeah, you're thrown out. It's like, where did that go? So just learning to be compassionate. I can disagree vehemently with people that are, are on the other end of the continuum, if they can act civilly and respectfully, I can too, and I do. Yeah. That doesn't seem to happen in reverse very often. Right. So, so do black lives matter? Of course they do. Of course they do. Do Puerto Rican lives matter? Mm. Of course they do. To most do, of us. Do, do Asian lives matter? Of course they do. Do all lives matter? Of course. But right now, we're focused in on people who are experiencing the harsh end of injustice. Right. Because you, both you and I probably don't experience the harsh end uh, of injustice. No, other than economic. And that's, you know, anybody who's less than the you know top 10% is experiencing that. So, but yeah, having some empathy and finding a way to get to say like, I hear what you're saying. I don't know your experience, but it sounds to me like you're having a really hell of a time. How can I help? It's <laughs> yeah. really the question. I mean, it's basic. Yeah. It's how your mother raised you. Right. So but start acting that instead way. Instead of shouting down saying, you're, it's not so bad for you. You're causing racial divide you're by stepping up. <laughs> you know, you know, I love these people go, well, you know, I mean, they all, you know, Barack Obama, you got to pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. that guy, you know, he became president of the United States. So therefore, Which everyone. is the reason why we have all these <laughs> racial problems. Right. I just heard a guy say, we should wrap it up, but we, I just uh, was having a conversation with a guy who said, well, there's equal opportunity for everyone in this country. 
I'm like, dude, that's purely theoretical. Uh, Look at what has occurred for close to 400 years for for non-white people. Yep. Look at what how it has been. There is simply not. It's, a, it's an absurd statement to make. Absolutely asinine. All right. Well, there there you go. So uh, more power to the uh, Mount Pelier High School. Yeah, I think we, it's fantastic. We support you down here in the southern part of the state. Yeah. You've been listening to the Ear Spoon. I'm Fish. I'm Steve West. We'll talk to you next week. Of course. Well, This is the Ear Spoon with Fish and Steve.